What's up, guys? Welcome to Free For All Podcast, all things geek. I'm your host, Evan Swafford. With me, as always, Concert Josh. Yellow card with get friends. For some reason, I can't remember why I want to buy those tickets all of a sudden. All right. And Chuck. Oh. You've lost your last name. It's only Chuck now. <laughs> okay. It's a status symbol. If you just go by one name, people respect you more. That's what I've learned. Oh, it's, yeah, Yellow Card and Mayday Parade and Story of the Year. We get it. I want to go. You're $25. Shut up, Chuck. I want to go. Let's go. It's never stopped you when there were, like, 300. You're right, but, again, I eventually have to stop buying tickets. Yeah. I have an $800 cruise payment due in, like, two weeks. Penelope? Yep. I pay her to not make movies anymore because her voice is the worst. You've got a uh, you've got a payment for uh, Tears of the Kingdom to me tomorrow. I do have Tears of the Kingdom payment for you. I paid mine off already. I go to the midnight release tomorrow. I'm not going to go to the midnight. Uh, and then I have like $200 worth of merch that I need to buy at the Coheed show. Got gas to fucking drive down to Florida that I got to spend. And my garage door broke. Both of them. Drive through it and film it. It's going to be so badass. That really is not how my life works. If you do, if you do, I will help you uh, put like a tarp and duct tape around it. Yeah, and then he'll build you a raised garden in like 13 seconds. I could do that if it was already built. Is that how is that how it works? Can I just claim I built this house in 13 seconds? It's already built. Yeah, you didn't build shit. Apparently, neither did you, motherfucker. I built all my gardens. Yeah, but you just said you could build me one if it's already built. I could build it if it was already built in 13 seconds. Keep up, God. You read one thing about cheap concert tickets, like you're buying a a fucking uh, timeshare, and you you lose your mind. Do you understand what he's saying, Evan? Fucking no one does, and I'm so here for it. I'm just compared you buy concert tickets to like getting duped into a timeshare, and I love it. (laughs) Built. I don't understand. You're not building anything if it's already built. If I built it, then I built it. If I drop it at your house, it's already built. So you're not building me one in 13 seconds if you build it already. Why would you pay someone to stay somewhere on a vacation when you can own the place you stay on a vacation, Josh? Now you're talking. He's got a good point. (laughs) If you will come to this nine-hour seminar, I will pay for you to come to this hole-in-the-wall place. We can go there, like, every year. We just, only one person's got to go to the seminar. There's some lovely condos I can sell you on the moon. That's uh, Billy Crudup. That show sucks. It's mediocre at best. Uh, The concept was cool. Uh, me and Kristen went to a timeshare uh, thing in Las Vegas to get like tickets to a free show, and she picked out like uh, a naked fairy tale strip show thing. It was awesome. And they like when we got the tickets, they put us behind like the uh, 
uh, the DJ box or something like that. And we couldn't see. We went up to the manager and said, hey, we can't see. And he's like, oh, we'll take care of it. And they put us like VIP tables, like literally right in front of the uh, just titties everywhere. It was awesome. I would love to see Jayla's face if I like just we went to one of those. She had no idea what was coming. And then just boom, ladies with their titties hanging out just everywhere. She would. It's the most uncomfortable she could be. Would she be more or less <clears throat> comfortable if Kristen was there too? Me and Kristen. If it's just her and Kristen, I think she's okay. She's uncomfortable, but she's okay. Me and you there? No. She's not doing well with that. What if I was my normal self, incredibly vocal? Jayla, 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 do you see her implant scars? Look at those areolas. <laughs> One seems much bigger than the other. Can you see it? Well, clearly it's video games only today, folks. <laughs> it's been a while. Uh, we, uh, I can't wait to title this show. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> Different sizes of areolas? All right. Um, all right. So, yes, Josh? Huh? You seem like you had something to say. No. Well, say it! Hanging dong. <laughs> Alright. It's already built, though. Yeah, well. Put the paint can openers away, you weirdo. <laughs> it's hard. They're just sitting like right here. I don't you have You look like the weirdest janitor ever with his key. <laughs> but I can that for you. It looks like you're, like, threatening to walk into Sherwin-Williams and just call some shit. You can't stop it. it. I'm opening them all. Once again, video games only, folks. It's been a while. A lot of shit's happened. We're here to talk. We're going to talk about a bunch of the games we've been playing. uh, But also, it's getting to be a fun time of the year as uh, there's um, some showcases coming up. Uh, I think since we recorded video games last, uh, E3 is pretty much officially died. They have canceled this year uh, again. They ain't and, coming back. Nah. Uh, Keeley has taken over. Um, so Summer Game Fest is a thing. And it feels like everything else is just kind of roll in and be a part of Summer Game Fest. Like Xbox is doing their own thing, which we're going to talk about. Uh, but it's... I think technically a part of Summer Game Fest. I expect when Sony officially announces the worst kept secret in the world that they're going to do a showcase at the end of May. That it's two weeks. One of the kickoffs for it, uh, and we're going to talk about it, about some of the stuff that might be there. Um, and uh, the only other thing I do want to talk about is what the whole fucking internet's talking about. Some more rationally than others. Not the other Barnett. Um, I don't know what you're talking about. He is very clearly taking a rational stance. It's clear, yes. He does in everything. <laughs> he had a post today. This was Streaming rough. fat is coming to an end. Right. Uh, he had a post today talking about how gamers just sometimes are clueless because they're, there was a they think that Metroid Prime Remaster has only sold 1.9. He's like, do they not realize this? I'm like, I'm like, Rob. Do the same way with others. <laughs> we all are. Anyways, uh, let's talk about uh, what's going on with Xbox. Let's just do, you know, let's, let's do kind of where we're, 
where we're standing on both major platforms. Let's see where we're at with Sony, and we're going to talk about where we're at with Xbox. There's been a lot going on, mostly bad with Xbox. Maybe it's overblown. Maybe it's not. Uh, the last time we did this was late 2021, and it's, I mean, it shows you how crazy the industry is, how much it can flip, how sensationalistic like and overreactionary people can get, because it changes a lot. When we did this last time, it's into 2021. PlayStation had had came out strong in 2021 with like Ratchet and Clank, Returnal, but didn't do much the second half. Xbox probably had their best year ever in 2021 with with how good Forza Horizon 5 was. Um, they had Halo came out, which at the time was a big hit. Um, it was very good out of the gates. Just live service, it sucked. Um, and uh, Psychonauts, while multi you know on all systems was a still at that point an xbox first party game and they had multiple game of the year winners um so that it was very different at that time josh yeah you know, i think you were down on it that's when they first announced their live service initiative even though we haven't really seen that come to fruition yet uh jim ryan can was then and continues to be not great talking to the public i think would be fair to say Jim, Jim Ryan's Jim Ryan. You know, he doesn't change. He's good at running the company. I think he, he makes people hate him. <laughs> he has decisions, decisions that are business related that he makes publicly known. And, you know, everyone loves him. He should <laughs> from like some sort of like public release right now. I mean, no, I am just a professional. Is there a gun off screen? Ryan is Jim Ryan. <laughs> he makes decisions. Business decisions. Uh, I, 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 along with everyone in my family, find him to be distinguished gentleman and has never done anything wrong in any way. Anyways, uh, and at the time, is that I believe that's when it was around that time where there was inklings of it, but shortly afterward also was Microsoft's... Uh, announcement to buy uh abk activision blizzard king uh and that whole ongoing fucking saga that i'm tired of hearing about uh but we are going to do a check-in on it so fast forward oh, a year and a half and let's see where we're at and let's talk who has gone from good to or gone from kind of down for maybe the first time in like a decade to i feel sony's right back how do you as the me, the most middle-of-the-road guy, Chuck Moore, Xbox, Josh, far more on PlayStation, and all of us kind of like Nintendo, uh, except for we love Zelda. Uh, Josh, how are you feeling about Sony right now, the state of Sony, as we are midway almost through 2023? Um, just in general, I mean, I think they're doing great, quite frankly. Like, I have enjoyed pretty much every exclusive they've released, um, at least... As far as I can think of off the top of my head, um, I think that, you know, they had a huge hit last year, obviously, with God of War. Uh, I think that Horizon Forbidden West was also really, really good. I think that game is actually kind of criminally underrated in a lot of ways. Story didn't do exactly what we wanted, but gameplay-wise, it's a good game. Great. And yeah. I, I, I listed Tower Awards, and I needed to do more. You, I know you did, but I needed to do more to fight for it for best-looking game, like... I think it's maybe one of the prettiest games I've ever seen. Um, it is. Burning Shores was a lot of fun. Uh, it, it was short and wasn't maybe as substantive as I thought it was going to be based on how the Frozen Wilds was. But Oh, did you beat Burning Shores? 
Yeah, I, I, that's going on the list. Oh yeah, my bad. Um, yeah, I totally rushed through it to, well, not rushed through it, but mainly played story only to be able to get to Jedi Survivor Mm. uh, before Zelda. Um, and like, yeah, I, I think that they've been doing really good. I am starting to question how big this showcase is going to be. Um, usually when they name something a showcase and it's talked about, like, those have been... Massive. They're, they're their bangers, right? Those are the things that are, like, massive drops and, like, usually, like, hit after hit after hit are shown. It's, it's, it's what their E3 in 2015 was. Like, the last one is it's the one that had so. Spider-Man 2 out of nowhere and Wolverine and like a lot of really good content they haven't announced it yet and it's in potentially 15 days almost 14 days now like to me it makes me consider that maybe that's not something that they want to hype up super crazy or maybe they're just keeping it close to the vest but there's plenty of like we haven't seen any of the naughty dog last of us multiplayer game and they've got three studios so what else are they working on because they haven't released anything since last of us 2 right um not that I which, can think of, at least. Which was what, 2019? 2020 is when it came out. Okay. I couldn't Because it came out, like, mid-pandemic. Okay. Um, so we don't know. I mean, we know what Sucker Punch is working on, but we haven't seen Ghost of Tsushima, too, yeah. right? We'll, like, we'll go through predictions and yeah, yeah. all that stuff here in just a little bit. But Yeah. So, I think they're doing really good. Thoughts on the still-planned, like, push into live service? Um, so I guess though it's no mystery. Like I probably listen to kind of funny more than anyone when it comes to other, you know, pundit type video game content. And I kind of agree with what they were talking about this week when it comes to the live service stuff. And the, the most recent quotes about it is like, I don't know that these six or whatever live service projects they currently have in the works are going to all be like, specifically the destiny like type live service right i think it will be games that have live online elements like constant updates and things like that but are not yeah but aren't like specifically like oh this is an online living only game that you know we want as a games of service type thing i think it's going to be more integrating those kinds of mentalities into other games i think it's okay it's not the direction i want them to take Mm -hmm. um I do think that they're still going to, I mean, they're going to stick to what's gotten them in this position that they're in now, which is dominating the market by having their big tentpole single player story games. Like that is, there is a certain quality. And this is like the argument I tried to get into on Twitter the other day with fans about like the power of IP there. There's a quality known for Sony first party titles and they don't give that, they don't want to give that up. That is like their pedigree type name right like that, that's what everyone remembers the last of us the it's what happened with yeah. ps4 like it started at the end of ps3 but it's why ps4 became what it was yeah like the the, the shift for god of war the last of us uh uncharted like those are the first sony titles that come to mind when you think of them and those are like incredible first person narrative driven like top of the line quadruple a budget type titles and that's what i think they still want to make even, yeah. like, the most open world of the games that they have, which is Spider-Man, is, like, incredibly high production, and I don't think they would go out and give that up. It also sold, like, 40 million copies. It does well. And they keep re-releasing 
different Spider-Man things. So, but good on them because it makes a shit ton of money. Been their bread and butter about, for twenty years. Let's talk about Xbox and who has kind of gone in the opposite direction. Um, they've had a bad year, so they were on a roll. Um, I think that continued into twenty twenty two. They didn't have a lot early on, and but they'd had such a massive second half of twenty twenty one that I think we were kind of everybody was okay with it. They had a really good showcase last year, but threw a curveball and did a, we only want to show you gameplay and only want to show you stuff that's going to come out in the next 12 months. And I think it kind of, I think they made a mistake not saying that prior because people had big expectations for all the stuff they were going to see, but they were hamstrung by their own thing on that. And they knew they didn't have a lot coming out first party wise for the rest of 2022, um, they got hit with delays. They got hit uh, on a delay with Redfall. They delayed Starfield when I don't think anyone was expecting it. Um, and then they had a good showcase, but again, it was all 2022 game. They were they were fixing it by bringing in a lot of third-party stuff into Game Pass day and date, which is a good strategy when you don't have games. They brought in stuff like Plague Tale, High on Life, all you know say what you will about it it was a very big success for them it was a played a ton uh then you stuff earlier in the year where you had <clears throat> stuff like uh or like shreds revenge even last year and then which came out shortly after and then like atomic heart this year and but some of the stuff just really didn't hit as hard as they thought some stuff got delayed again like starfield didn't make it in the 12 month window uh force is not going to um, Liza P didn't make it in the 12 month window. Silk Song just got announced. It's delayed and it may not even make it this year. RIP my fantasy league. Um, that sucks. Um, and then it's kind of was downhill because they haven't had a major game in a long time and they tried to, um, give us stuff to hold us over. And I get it. Like, I get that they've been saying up Domino's for a while, but people are just honestly tired of hearing about it. They want to see it. And they have really good games come out. You have, I mean, a game like Pentiment is a first-party game that's like at an 87 on Metacritic. Hi-Fi Rush is a first-party game. And, they, you know, they kind of were bringing back out. They had the little developer direct. They showed all these games at the beginning of the year. And then Shadow dropped Hi-Fi Rush, which, as of now, because Tears of the Kingdom comes out in two days, is still my favorite game I played this year. I adore that game. Um it was a big hit. And it's, like, ranked like an 89. But these are smaller games. And then... You in a, like a two week span, and we'll cover both. Um, and un, very unexpected in hindsight, should have been expected decision from CMA, which is Europe's regulatory or not Europe, sorry, uh, it's uh, Britain, uh, England's uh, regulatory service blocks the Activision deal. Um, and then Redfall, your first quote unquote triple A game in like 18 months hits and it is a flop and we'll talk about Redfall and you know what's deserved and what's not when we talk about our games but I mean all not I mean it was bad and so of course is Xbox dying is Phil Spencer going to get fired the whole min vocal minority roar um gets roaring and but I mean the point is I mean faith has been shook and it's been a bad time for Xbox um first off let's, i want to talk about quickly about the abk deal um big hit for them 
I think it's more likely than not that it still goes through. Are you guys as tired of hearing about it as I am, though? Yeah. I mean, Jesus. It's, I mean, you know, I I made my thoughts very strongly about it when it happened. Um, But, I mean, at this point, like, yeah, it's been almost two years of talking about it and it not happening. And in all honesty, like, this most recent thing, like, was a pretty big death nail blow for it. Like it's obviously they're going to keep pushing for it and they have enough money to keep pushing for it. But I do think that if it doesn't go through heads do roll, like there's no way you make this commitment, this big commitment, this big of a statement um, monetarily and everything else, and then miss it. And everyone keeps their jobs. They owe 6 billion to Activision if it doesn't go through. Yeah, that's insane. Um, I, I hate to say it because, like, I do think that he does genuinely care and usually makes smart decisions. I think that if it doesn't go through, that does cost Phil his job. I would be shocked if it doesn't. Well, he didn't make the decision. The actual head of Microsoft did. So, yeah, but I think that it doesn't matter. That I mean, usually will come at his. Like, yeah. Go ahead. I guarantee there's a, he pushed always, it. Sorry. There's always a token responsibility taker and stuff like that and it's never it's never going to be the head of the company it's going to be somebody other and i agree with that i am from like people that in the business most people still think it goes through um especially uh if it passes the eu which is the rest of europe's regulatory thing um and there was a report actually today out of Reuters, which is the major news service over there that they have the votes it's going to go through it's it's considered likely, but not a for sure thing. But if they win the FTC thing here in America, it's going to be passed everywhere but Britain. And if that happens, it's going to go through. They get, Whether they just stick it out and go all the way through the appeals or the CMA is kind of known like for being very shady when it comes to tech. Like they pushed out WhatsApp last year. There's a major case. There's a big stink about that. I mean, right now there is no HBO Max in Europe. For the single, they voted against to not allow uh, the Warner Discovery uh, merger. They are kind of known for doing this, and you can do it everywhere. They could just not have cloud services, and which is what they blocked in England. So, I still think it's going to go through. Like Greg Miller, Jeff Grubb, all of them seem to think it probably still goes through. They've. You know, I think, like you said, it's too much money for they'll push it through. If it passes everywhere else, then I think 100% goes through. But that's neither here nor there. I'm just tired of hearing about it. And it just adds to the piling on. It's a ba- it, it is a bad, so I, I do think people are taking it too too strongly, but it's a bad narrative going on for Microsoft right now. Like, yes, it just is. Like, they're vibes. big. Vibes are bad. Yeah, man, they're, they're big release from, like, the last year, really, like eighteen months. Yeah, like their biggest release just bombed hard. Um, it's it's crazy, crazy to think the state in which that game launched. Like it's it's an insane. I understand that eventually they did need to just make the decision and pull the trigger, but it's crazy to me that it got that far and that like they were willing to announce it. And the one thing I will say when we're talking about, like, the kind of funny interview, too, the thing that actually yeah, struck me, because um, I know, yeah, I'm sure we'll talk more about it. But, like, the, the part of that that struck me that no one is talking about is that he straight up 
acknowledged and said in that interview that they did mock, the the normal mock review, right? Like game companies, specifically yeah. the first party publishers, do mock reviews. They do hundreds, I believe, if not at least tens of mock reviews to see like how would a critic look at this? How is it going to reform? And he specifically said that like he's shocked at the difference in performance from the reviews that are real and the ones that did it as mock reviews. And I don't know how there can be that much disparity. And they, like from the stuff I've seen, it's crazy to me that they thought that game would come out and get good reviews. They thought that game was going to be a 75. I think they realized it wasn't going to be a banger. Uh, and also, and we'll go into more detail on this when we talk about the actual game. Some of these reviews are ridiculous. It ain't like there's some bad stuff. This game is not a four out of 10. It's just not. It's not that bad. I play multiple games a year in a worse state. Like you're getting obviously the worst stuff clipped out, and it's it's it may go down as the biggest disappointment of the year. In fact, it probably will for me because I really was excited for this game, and it's not what I wanted it to be. I don't it, think the bugs are properly being like evaluated. I'll give you that. The stuff that I've seen in the gameplay just sucks, though. Like genuinely sucks ai is terrible the structure of missions is bad from what i hear from 90 percent of the people the gunplay sucks 10 10 percent like love it i disagree with that hard like i think the gunplay is fine anyways i would want to go into details about the yeah, game yeah. talk about it it's just it, there's a lot of piling on going on in that and i will say i get why they thought this game was a 75 i wouldn't rate it that but i'm not like i think a four is stupid and like just piling on and like joining in on the culture of it but that being said they did release a game that's getting destroyed so yeah phil spencer went on kind of funny and did his uh, live interview and it was not supposed to be about this but it happened right after this so they had to do it he did on the x cast and boy one he was refreshingly honest it so i will say huge huge props to him for doing the interview anyway um and it's, like, not the first time he's done something like that, too. They actually mentioned in that interview, Gary mentioned him still willingly going on uh, Animal Talking, the, like, talk show he was hosting for a while on Twitch in the pandemic in Animal Crossing. Yeah. Like, the same day they announced the last delay for Halo. Um, yeah. And how, like, Microsoft PR reached out to him, and he thought it was going to be, obviously, them saying... Phil's not coming on. We apologize. We obviously, we're not going to subject him to this, but no, they were reaching out for scheduling and having him actually still show up. Like he faces the music, right? He's not ever been anything but com completely honest. And he answered all the questions that were not softballs in any way that were, you know, no, honestly, they're really harsh in some, some places and honest about the game really, really well. Like I, I don't, I've had my issues with him as far as, like, I don't like the idea of buying studios as a way of being competitive. Like, I don't like that. And I've said that I don't think he's necessarily got gaming in general in mind, but he's certainly not the only one. Like, when it, when it comes to, like, the health of the industry versus just wanting to succeed as a company. But he's never not been, like, like you said, refreshingly honest. And, like, I do think he's a very smart and like capable man as far as his business um decisions go it's just it's just been such a bad string of news that it's nothing he could do would save him from it 
but unfortunately, you, there's no way to control the narrative that the internet's going to have no matter what, because fanboys and console wars are the worst. Man, yes, because they're clipping out and taking out of context a lot. The most famous thing going on right now is he said it doesn't matter. He's like, Starfield could be an 11 out of 10, and it's not going to make people go throw away their you know, trade in their PS5s and buy an Xbox. That's just not how it works. And he brought up a point that, like, kind of blew me down. And I was like, that makes all the sense in the world. He said, we lost the worst generation you could lose. He said, we got crushed on the Xbox One. Um, thank you, Bing. Um, he got They got crushed on Xbox One. Xbox One was a failure for them. And he said that was the worst generation you could lose because that's when people built their digital libraries. He said games like Fortnite and games that you continue over and play generation after generation, people started buying digitally in that generation. He was like, and we got crushed in that one. He's like, and we got way, way behind. And hence why they created Game Pass eventually. And that is what they pivoted to as far as a company. And then he said... We can make 11 out of 10. It doesn't make you sell that. And then people, he said, just make it, and keyword just, he said, just making great games and repeatedly, he's like, will not take us out of third place. And that's the first time I think he's ever just, anyone from Xbox has vocally said, hey, we're in third place, even though we all know that that's true. And yeah. one, I love to hear that. And two, it's 100% right because he's not saying, he if people would, they're, everybody's like, oh, they don't want to make great games. They just want to get your Game Pass subscription. Shut the fuck up, you idiots. Like, yeah, there's, like I said, there's no way to control any sort of narrative when this comes. Like, People are going to cherry-pick whatever they want. Of course they want to make great games. He touted the Xbox showcase and even but and again was very smart he was like i know you're tired of hearing it and my words mean nothing until you get a controller in your hands and you see it he said but i'm very excited about the showcase where they have great games in theory and we're going to talk about that in a minute there can't beat nintendo which has mario and zelda and all the fucking nostalgia in the world and a gimmick console that appeals to kids and adults alike they can't beat Sony, which got a foothold and is known as like the first party studio. They got they're too far behind. And if they made a ten out of ten four times a year, once every quarter, I guarantee at the end of this, PlayStations has still sold more than Xbox. It's just what it does. It's of course they have a different strategy. And I'm just so fucking tired of hearing it. Chuck, you've been quiet. Where do you feel about Xbox at the moment? Like, are you happy with where they're at? What do you want to see improve? I mean, most of the games that I've really liked that um, have been recent have been cross-platform games. It's not like, you know, Microsoft. I, I do enjoy, you know, quite a few Game Pass, you know, exclusive day and date games, but it's not anything that's going to get anybody else to stop playing Switch or Sony, of course. Because uh, I don't even think that they're really trying to compete with Nintendo. Not really. They're not. You don't advertise the world's most powerful console and have it matter at all against the Switch. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know. I mean, I still love my Xbox, not only for uh, for games, but other things, you know, 
ease of access for you know apps and stuff like that but um i wouldn't mind some more you know quote unquote bangers i know i sound incredibly old saying it like that but uh me too i'm okay with it uh i am incredibly old but i still say banger almost every day whether it be talking about the quality of something or delightfully followed by the word and mash. I'll laugh at that. Not even... Uh, I'm laughing at, your, at your face, just the pure disgust on your face right now. I'm sorry, you're going to sit and tell me that bangers and mash is not delightful? In fact, it's a banger of a meal? There you go. Chuck, go ahead. No, that's pretty much it. I just want to see more stuff. Starfield better be good. Starfield does need to be good. I, uh, they they cannot afford for I like I know this is not anywhere near a new take for anybody, but like man, if that game comes out and is any sort of a mess, like the narrative will be hard. Like it's still gonna do the console will still do well, but that is like a very very hard thing for them to have come out and not do incredible. I. I I'll be 100% honest with you, though. I think it could come out and be amazing, but as much as people are really hating on Microsoft right now, it's not going to matter. I, to an extent, I agree with you. There's some quick quick points that I do want to go through on that. I mean, one... I, I actually have a question on that, too. Sorry. Sure, go ahead. I don't know if this is, like... Um, I, I don't want to derail, or this was part of your question, but, like, if, let's say, Starfield does come out and it's, like... I, I can't possibly see this happening, but, like, mid-60s to mid-70s, right? Like, mm-hmm. it, let's say Starfield comes out as, like, an average of 73 to 75 reviews. Um, does it call into question the intelligence of the Bethesda deal? No. Combined with the Redfall stuff? No, I think it... I think what one of the points I was going to make, and I think it's something that's going to change regardless how Starfield does, is Xbox, every studio that joins Xbox has touted, like, they just let they just give us money and let us do our own thing, and they're awesome. They're the most hands-off. Was Sony is very, you buy us and you, hey, they check in all this stuff. I think there's a happy medium there. If not, go what Sony does. I think if Starfield's bad, I think Matt Booty's fired. I think <laughs> who is the head of Xbox games division, you know, he's not, you know, Phil got a Phil's head of Xbox. They like him so much. They made a new position and restructured the company for him, which is again, another point I was going to make. This might be happening, but a crazy stat at this point in the lifespan of the console, the Xbox 360, which is seen as this huge success, Xbox series uh, X and S have sold more than 360 did at this point. They, since 2016, Xbox is making more money than they've ever made. So while they have a bit of an image problem currently, like, they're making bank. Uh, when this got announced, Xbox's stock actually went up because they announced they're making a billion dollars a quarter from Game Pass at the moment. Um, that's insane. And that's what they wanted. That's what they need. But they also need games to improve the image and to make, because if you don't have great games, eventually, yeah, Game Pass isn't anything without great games on it. And first party titles on it is what separates you from your competitor in PlayStation, who has a good, I mean, the PlayStation Extra and Plus, whatever the three tiered crap is, they have a lot of good stuff on there, but not having, the difference is having huge first party titles you can put on it. Um, 
But I do think they get more involved. They admitted they were too hands off, that they didn't give them enough help, that uh, Redfall was pretty good ways into development and that they were, you know, he was pretty honest. I believe him because he was like, we should have given them help. They were doing unreal. And it turns out we have um, the coalition who has like made it their mission to like learn the ends. That's why gears has been so slow to come out. They were learning unreal in and out and they have teams that go help other teams and they didn't send anybody to arcane and where he did mention, at least we have been helping Starfield. I think maybe they have been focusing on Starfield more and then I think they were like, hey, it's Arcane. They're going to make a good game. And then they were like, oh, shit. Uh, and plus, you know, and again, we'll talk about the game. Arcane, this is a different sort of game. And I think, and he talked about this briefly, it just ended up not working. They had a vision and what they wanted to do, and it just doesn't, it just didn't work. But they want to push for that. So I, I do think that you see much more oversight from Xbox going forward. And if Starfield flops, then yeah, at least Matt Booty is gone. And you will probably see some of Bethesda's heads probably roll. I mean, not Todd Howard, but uh, Aaron Greenberg, maybe, or some type of demotion. And you'll see more of a, you may not see Xbox and bethesda anymore you may just see xbox because they may be like all right bethesda you're you're under us now like completely and you do what we say because i think maybe they've been too loose with that do you think that these studios in general are starting to just stretch themselves too thin like what we we haven't seen anything from them i do think that's a problem in the industry as a whole i mean you've even got sean layden uh, from PlayStation out here on Twitter talking about this can't continue with games on a five to seven year lo- uh, development cycle costing two hundred million dollars. It's just not they can't. Like, I mean, it's it's. I agree. It's insane to think that like, and this isn't even like a crazy jump in technology. Like it looks like the same game, but like it's been seven years almost since breath of the wild and we're just getting the next zelda game and nintendo's always been like that but like it's insane to think that like the next time i get a zelda game after tears of the kingdom i'm gonna be almost 50 years old probably that's insane to think about it, um, it is insane and it's not sustainable and i think xbox knows that and i think they're working on, but even then they admitted they have a game that they expect to take 10 years to make and i can only assume it's elder scrolls which is crazy because that came out 10, 12 years ago. Yeah, it's insane. It's I mean, how long has been a, a, a legal drinking age adult's time in between releases of a, con, of a, of a game franchise? Like, Rockstar. Yeah, I was going to say, there's, well, there's the report. I, I thought you were going to say Rockstar. They, fucking Grand Theft Auto 6 is a $2 billion game potentially. I'm so excited. But that's I am too. I mean, could, that's a special case for the single fact that Grand Theft Auto V made uh, made a billion dollars in three days. It's also been almost, uh, and which is great, but it's also been almost a decade since that game came out. Yeah, and I we've all been ready. Uh, Grand Theft Auto Online changed things a little bit. For they kind of lead the live service thing uh, for that. They make as much money. Them and Fortnite and Apex just kind of changed the game on that. Um, but yes. It's not sustainable. I think that's why Microsoft 
has pivoted to Game Pass. I think that's why you see. But there's still going to be those games. And I do think that's, going back to Sony, that's why they're pushing into live service. you got to be able to pay for that shit. And they can't all be like that. And I think that's why there's always going to be a place for games like Grounded and Pentiment on Xbox's side. But what they need, and to Chuck's point, they got to have the AAA banger. It, they've got to have the game that... They've got to have their God of War. And it used to be Halo, and it's just not that anymore. It's just not that. They need like some type of third-person action game. Because yeah. that's, that's what it's seen as. Anyways, let's move on. Let's do something more fun. That was a good talk. Look at us. We were rational. It's pretty hard What's to the interview, yeah. you idiots on the internet. But they have people to tell them exactly what they should think. I know. God bless. I know. All right. Hey, we let's pretend like the Sony showcase is for sure going to happen because I do believe that it is. Um, and we know that they have officially announced the Xbox showcase is June 11th, and it is a full hour and a half showcase followed by a standalone showcase just for Starfield, which I think is smart by them. It also makes me wonder what in the fuck they're going to close that show with. Uh, uh, for their regular showcase. But we'll get to that. Uh, we're going to do what we did last year. I have jotted down, done some research about some stuff we might see. And I want to te- you to tell me on a scale of 1 to 10 how confident you are we see it. And then we can talk about it. And then if I miss anything, you know, make note and please just let me know. How do we feel about this? that work? Yeah. Three. You asshole. <laughs> Let's start with Sony. Likelihood of 1 to 10, we see Spider-Man 2. 10. Yeah. Yeah, it's 10. It's a it, it comes out in sometime in September. You got Candyman out there literally tweeting that they're going to release it in September and then not backing down from it after people started pointing out that like NDAs and shit exist. He's like, yeah, September. Yeah, I also think it's September. Which is hilarious that, yeah, Tony Todd's just like, fuck it, I'm Venom, and I don't understand video games anyway, so <laughs> September. I agree, 10. That was an easy one. Wolverine. I am pretty high on that still. I think 8. I think that they announced it last time, um, and it's supposed to come out next year. I think they have to remind us that it exists. And I also think that... Wolverine is the game that is going to catapult Insomniac into like the upper tier. Get out of the eights. Yeah, and like even their games are close to nines, but like again, that budget, that big budget quality title that like is like the Sony first party that everybody thinks of. Like the Spider Man games and Ratchet and Clank are both great, but they are high eights to to maybe sometimes low nines and this like Wolverine gives them the ability to do the last of Us style, like more mature adult story driven because you can't make a Wolverine game. That's like Spider-Man, right? You have to have like, he's going to be more story based. Obviously he's big action too, but you're not going to be swinging around or running around in a city in an open world environment. It's going to be story driven. And I think that's going to be the game that like they can make. That's going to be more in line with what people expect from the, story-driven Sony titles. And I think that they want to show it to remind people, like, and even give them an idea of what the game is going to be like. Chuck? Uh, I am not nearly that confident. I'm probably sitting around a four. Mm. Uh, Not only because I think they're going to showcase this later, 
uh, at like an end of the year, maybe after Spider-Man launches. Awards. Um, so that a they don't just distract from showing a bunch of really badass Spider-Man superhero stuff, but also, I I just don't think it's ready enough. They might show some cutscenes and stuff, but there's not going to be anything much more than that. So, I'm somewhere in between. I think I'm at like a six. I think it's slightly more likely than not um, that we see something for the same reason that Josh said that it's been two years since they announced it. Uh, people are very excited for it. I think we see something. I don't know if it's gameplay. If it is, I don't think it's much. But I do. Uh, yeah, I don't. I don't know that we see much gameplay from it. Until. I think we see some because I there's there was a report from one of the reputable leakers. I don't remember that. I think they want 2024, but it's expected probably 2025. So it's a way, it's a little ways out still. I mean, two years is not an eternity in games or a year and a half at this point, depending on how you look at it. But um, I think slightly more likely than not that we see it. I just don't know in what capacity. I hope so. I'm fucking excited for that. Yeah, I think it's going to be like, it's the potential to be incredible. Star Wars Eclipse. <laughs> Five. I think remind it's 50-50. Remind me the name of the studio. Um, I honestly, for some reason, am struggling to remember David Cage's studio's name. Um, Quantic Dream? Quantic Dream, yes. Yeah. This is the High Republic Quantic Dream Star Wars game that, for me, is like a 10 out of 10 for excitement. I'm real stoked for it, just because I actually have liked every Quantic Dream game. Um, I thought Detroit Become Human was awesome. I liked Beyond Two Souls, and I liked Heavy Rain quite a bit. Jason. Yes, indeed. Um, I think this is a five at best, though. I, I I think that they announced it with that CG trailer, and we had seen shit since then. We haven't, and I think that game because it was crazy. He was talking about wanting to do a Star Wars game, and then everyone was like, "Yeah, right, okay." And then they announced it out of nowhere. But that was not last year, but the year before. Two years. Awards. Yeah, yep. it's been. It'll have been two yeah. years this December. Yeah. Um. I think we don't see it again until the Game Awards. Chuck. A three. Ooh. Brutal. Seven. I think it's happening. All right, fuck it. You dumbass. Um, I'm incredibly fascinated by High Republic stuff. Um, Or not High Republic. Yeah, High Republic. Um, I think it's a cool era in Star Wars that they just created, and... I am very excited for it. So I would I would love to see a High Republic movie. Last of Us multiplayer thing. I'm for what I'm gonna, I'm gonna call factions two, but it's not gonna be that. I think this is the second highest likely slam dunk that it's gonna be there. They have to talk about it in some way. They've said they're gonna talk about it this year. Um it was supposed to, or at least was insinuated that it would be a quick release following The Last of Us Part Two coming out. Yeah, but it became something else. It became something much bigger. Um, but, like, the fact that they were willing to acknowledge it at Gamescom last year and, like, even show that key art and talk about talking about it this year. Um, they did their job and got me to pick it in the fucking Fantasy Leagues, and I don't think it's coming out this year. Um, but I had bought into the hype that it was uh, initially, so I, I think they do have to show it. So, one... Oh, shit! Alright. I mean, it's for sure still a thing that's happening. No, it is. Yeah, no, I believe that. 
I'm going opposite. I'm going 10. I think yeah. it's 100% there. They, they like, specifically talked about it in the press recently. Is like Are you keeping track of any of this? Are you writing this down? Nah, we can listen to it. We'll know. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's to be like, fair, it's not going to come out. It's not going to come out until like six weeks after the uh, showcase, anyway. That's the fun in it. It's the fun in it. Hey, he edits and puts it out. That's all I care. I don't care how long it takes. I I'm not doing it. I, I think mean, I'm you, still you charged every year for Pippa. You got a yeah. computer that you got from okay. me. I'm pretty. I'm pretty sure I've been charged on my credit card or my bank account like the last four years running for the podcast hosting stuff since Trey left and I keep forgetting about it. Like we can rotate that if we need to. I, I don't You're 100% still paying or this podcast wouldn't post. <laughs> That's fair. I'm use. I, may, uh, I think maybe even more than Spider-Man two, I think last of his factions is like the most wanted thing at Sony right now. And it, uh, People are just that's it, it. Last of Us is just such a fucking lightning rod. That I was I, gonna say it's also of the moment right now that I think that people want to see more and know more about what's coming from that franchise. Exactly. I think because of the show, if nothing else, there will be something Last of Us there. But I think it's factions. Um, Ghost of Tsushima two. I was higher on it earlier in the week. Um, then he took a nap. <laughs> Bro, bro, yo, six, maybe six and a half. Yo, there's no halves. Okay, you can't triple to stamp a double stamp. La 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 la. You can't triple stamp a double stamp, boy. La 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 la. Six. Wait, what game is this? Ghost of Tsushima two. I think it's further along than some people are giving it credit for. So I think it is possible, but like it's just above a 50 50. Four and a half. Attaboy on brand. You fucker. <laughs> there are no halves, Chuck. Seven. Just, I think below, this, I, just below 50 50. So you're going to see me high on a lot. I say seven. I think this showcase is going to be. I, you know, we, me and Josh argued last year. He was like, there'll be a showcase this year. I said, I don't think there is. I don't think they're close enough. I think it's why they waited a year. I think they are. I think they, I mean, they're the known for their first part. I think we're about to have a ass load of stuff unleashed on us. I think it's going to be a huge showcase. That's gross. I'm, I'm okay with it. I'm okay. No, I will not. I'm okay with it. I think it's going to be a massive showcase. And I also think they do what Sony does. I think Xbox is down right now. And I think they want to come out before their showcase and step on their throat. <laughs> I mean, I don't. And that's not a bad business decision. I mean, the maybe the single most consequential thing that's been done in the past 15 years in video games was this fucking E3 presentation where he said, this is how you share games and they hands a fucking disc over like that killed Xbox one. It killed it. Yeah. They, they literally never recovered from that. Um, which is crazy to think about. I, I mean, it would be nice for it to be like that bang of a show, man. I went back and I watched, um, The 2016, for some reason, the last live PlayStation experience they did. I miss that live shows like big, that. Like production stuff for God of War. No, that was that was um, E3 2016, I think. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, I know what you're talking about. I'm this sorry. was the one that was. It was like literally two hours of in of like 
bangers. Uh, it started with the Uncharted Lost Legacy announcement, and it ended with the Last of Us Part Two announcement and reveal. Um, way to break shit. My office. And it's inc- like the energy in that room was incredible. And like, I'm so sad that we don't have that. It's dumb they don't do live. It's dumb. I'm so excited for Xbox to be live again this year. Yeah, it's really a bummer. Like, you can do your pre-produced, like, have your tight video and all that, but, you know, just have a live crowd to react. That's all I want. I, I love that energy, man. Yeah. Uh, um, Stellar Blade. This is formerly Project Eve. This was revealed at the last showcase. Uh, the action game, all uh, like, uh, uh, Don't May Cry-ish looking thing. Stellar Blade is, oh, that's probably going to be there. I, I'm like an eight on that. That comes out this year, I think, and it's Sony published. Slated for 2023, and yes, Sony published. Chuck? Eight. boy, Ten, but only because it's in my fantasy league. Also, I'm really excited. That game looked amazing. I just worried. over and die already. I will not. It's over. I'm going to beat you. You might beat him. None of your games are going to come out. They have so far. Yeah. Second half. God, if Silk Song hits, I have a chance. But I don't think it's going to. Um, Stupid Minecraft Legends. Why did I fucking think that Minecraft I could have told you. All those games reviewing the 70s. Dungeons, which we love, was in the low 70s. It's just, they're not for... Anyways, we'll talk about that game. Uh, Here's one I want to hear about. Little Devil Inside. God. Two. (laughs) <laughs> does this game exist anymore i don't know is it still racist <laughs> that was overblown and kind of bullshit there was some weird stuff that happened anyway this game was announced like with the ps5 it's supposed to have come out in the past two years it was announced technically before that it was a kickstarter game for like two years before that and they re-announced it for playstation I just don't think it's I, at this point. I think that because the like initial reviews or initial previews of it or whatever were very mid to not great on them or on it as a game. I think they're retooling it significantly, and it'll shadow drop at some point. Chuck, hey, <laughs> I love Chuck's energy right now. I fucking love it. I'm at like a three on this. I also don't think that. The, I think they want you people. Are crazy. I want people. I think they want people to forget about this game. Chuck, you don't even remember that. It's problematic. I don't even know what the fuck you guys are talking about. Let's talk about another small game, Hell Divers Two. Hell Diver. I think it, honestly, so I'm pro- we're probably wrong about Little Devil Inside because if they do this showcase and it is like what we expect, you can't do a showcase or a press conference or whatever without the the sizzle reel and i think that hell that hell divers and little devil inside are the exact kind of games that are like the oh yeah i remember that game or oh that looks cool in the sizzle reel of like two minutes of indie titles that's actually a really good point because i was sitting there thinking that these aren't big enough for a showcase they are more state of play games uh but a sizzle reel could be good so what what are you saying for hell divers seven yeah, that game's coming at some point. Chuck, give it to me. Give Maybe. Ah, uh-huh. Huh? Six. 
Ooh, okay. I'm also at about six, only because I think I like the sizzle reel idea. Um, he likes the sizzle. I do. You know me. Death Stranding two. That was my and one nickname. By the Fuck way. yeah. Fuck yeah, Death Stranding two. Ten. Oh, I thought you were talking about my nickname. Ten. We're seeing it. We're seeing Norman Reedus and the Amazing Magic Fetus all over that fucking showcase. I hope every single game is introduced by that baby in a bubble. Like, I want him to just, like, walk across the fucking screen and, like, slot, like wipe transition behind him with the fucking, like, 13 packages on his back, taking up the whole screen. I'm so excited for Death Stranding 2. You can't, I have a, like, you cannot fucking... Why is that game right? fun? It shouldn't be fun. It but is. It is. It is fucking. And it's great. And you bounce. It rains time, Evan. It rains time. That game's so fucking weird. I love it. They run on a beach for like 13 hours. I don't know. It's insane. And I, I love can't it. imagine a game Chuck would hate more than Death Oh, God. Absolutely. It is unfettered, uncensored Kojima. makes me hate you more. I love it. God, I love it so much. Chuck would make it 13 minutes into this game. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. He would fall over carrying one package and be like, I'm fucking done. This game is stupid. That's I carried correct. enough packages in my normal life. I don't need to fucking play a game about it. There you, you go. Amazon Simulator, Josh? You dumbass. I, uh, no, because I, this isn't the job I did at Amazon. Thank you. Death Stranding 2, Chuck. Likelihood. First of all, Baby in a Bubble, band name called it. Uh, This is going to show up, like an 8, I guess. It's going to be there. Now, if this were Keeley's show, it would be a 30. That's 5, because I think they may save it for uh for the Game Awards. That's now, there's going to be more of the Game Awards. There'll be exclusive stuff, but it's going to be there. Where Keeley's in the game. I mean, he, already, he was in the first one. I don't know. So was Conan. Man, this is going to be like crab walking, dry humping the air while it's playing. Do you remember all the trailers? While we had no clue what that game was about, we were every time they would have something, we'd be like, "What the fuck is this game?" It had like those giant whales. Yes, and we were, like what Nor- Norman Reed is fucking waking up naked on a beach with a baby. God dang it! God, I, hated, I, I hated the marketing. Oh, that, I was so mad that I, I love that game so much. All right, let's run through a rumor from this week just for Five, this. Ten. Ten out of uh, ten. Konami, uh, there's rumored. But this also is weird for me on your stance on video games. Uh, you don't like acquiring studios, but you're fine with third party like exclusivity deals. Yes, because like, I don't this mean at all. That, that no, was I get it, I, I, and I get it. I'm fine with exclusivity deals because, like, studios... It's kind of the reason I asked, do you think that these studios are, like, wearing themselves too thin? Like, they make more than one game, right? I don't know how I feel about this trilogy of games, apparently, that are exclusive. At that point, just go ahead and buy Konami. Um, They won't sell. They they won't. won't. But, yeah, exclusive deals to me are different because, like, you're you're not going to get Final Fantasy 16 exclusive exclusive, but... An exclusivity deal, like I don't know, maybe it's well, just because, are, so. yeah, for at least a year, yes. No, no, right? no, no. Like I don't think Final Fantasy will go to Xbox. I don't know. They've they've talked about the time frame that it is exclusive, um, and yeah, I I get where. Where's the Where's Final Fantasy remake? Oh, that's coming. That's coming at the end of this year. No, we're talking about. I'm talking about the first remake. It's still not oh, on. Yeah, the- now. 
That's fair. I don't know. I mean, that one, though, I understand because it is. It's a Japanese thing. I don't think they like American like companies. Like, I don't think they want to have a relationship with Microsoft. I think they like the fact that Sony's Japanese. It makes all the sense to me. If the, I am a, I would agree with you. Just sell your fucking. If you don't, Konami won't sell as a company because they make a shit ton of money elsewhere. But sell the properties. But anyways, what we're talking about dropped from several people. Actually, the first person to drop it was Jess Corden, which is a, who is an Xbox insider because he works for. <laughs> God damn it, Chuck. What uh, it'll be where the break is. Um, it, it, he worked, He's Windows Central. He's a journalist, but he broke it, and then it got corroborated by BGC uh, and a bunch of other people that they've heard. There's been an exclusivity deal struck. We knew for this, uh, but with Konami, Silent Hill 2, we knew is a timed exclusive for uh, PlayStation. It is actually for sure coming to Xbox. But as of the last deal, they may have bought more. I don't know. Uh, but now is Metal Gear Solid 3 is the rumor. Um, and maybe is the quote of Castlevania, a new Castlevania, or like some type of reboot. Um, give me your one through ten on all three of those. I mean, I believe the rumor, so I'm like at a nine for all three, to be honest. Like, Even I, Pennsylvania, really? Um, so I guess announced but not shown, maybe. Um, Title card. This not being yeah, this not being a live show does kind of make that a little bit less likely. Because, like, this would be something that I could see them coming out with, like, Sean Layden or somebody saying, like, if we are excited to announce that our old friends Konami are back in the games making business and we've partnered with them on these three exclusive titles. And, like, they show a trailer for MGS Remake, right? They show a trailer for the Silent Hill Remake and then say, and we're also excited to announce that we have an exclusive deal for the upcoming, for a new franchise entry into Castlevania. So maybe like a five for Castlevania being shown in any way um, or announced because this this will be just what they do in these showcases now, which is just like trailer after trailer with no introduction or anything. Which I'm kind of for, but I agree with you. I'm kind of the same. Chuck? Which three of these again? So it's, it's a Silent Hill 2, which we already know is a timed exclusive, but we haven't seen it in a year. Um, it's a re- remake of that. Uh, it is a rumored to be Metal Gear Solid 3 uh, remake uh, with a, a timed exclusive and maybe some type of reboot remake of Castlevania. Silent Hill 9. I agree. Metal Gear... Metal Gear. Like a seven. Castlevania, like like a two, maybe. I kind of hope it is. So, I mean, I own all the systems. I actually don't care about most of this. I My f- preferred place to play is Xbox, but I legit love all three of my systems. Um, I just would... I've always... I've never played a Castlevania, like, like a big Castlevania title. I would love, like, a reimagined, like, third-person, like... Action and adventure, like triple A Castlevania game. I can get into that. That's the most. Are you talking like the DMC style? Yeah. See, that's the most recent Castlevania games I think that came out as they did like those two in the PS4 era, I think. 
I just don't think you're going to get like a big deal over like a 2D Castlevania game. Oh, I don't think it would be 2D. I think it would be a higher budget 3D action game, but I, I feel more like along the lines of... I mean, I guess it kind of has to be like a character action game. Or, I don't. It doesn't work like a Resident Evil style. Or like, it could be like a Soulsborne game. See, I think it's going to wind up being like... Now we're talking. Look at I, you all in on Soulsborne, you weirdo. I think I think it's gonna be if they do something like that. It there's gonna be like a taste or something like a vampire survivors or a yeah the taste. Yeah, uh, come on. Why? Uh, or Why? A, or a 2D you know Castlevania old school retro style game Infernax if you will Infernax Infernax game so hard that to hold people over until they can get. A full triple A, full fledged Castlevania rolling. Okay. <laughs> All right, let's move on. I want to get done with Sony before Chuck has to restart his computer because, you know, podcast. Uh, Team Asobi. It's not going to die on us tonight, at least. Man, I want something from Team Asobi so bad, but I am not. I, I'm like at a three, I think. What do they do? All right, this, Chuck, this is the people that do. Uh, oh, shit, I've forgotten the name of him. What's the little guy named? Uh, uh, Josh, help me. Astrobot. Astrobot. They did the Astrobot uh, games. Like Astro's Playroom and Astrobot Adventure or something like that. Whatever it's what a VR do? one. Like, what are they doing right now? Are they making a VR game? I'm hopeful that they're f- making a full fledged Astrobot um Mario-style platformer. All right, so what do you give it? One to ten, we see anything from Team Asobi. Me? Uh, Josh. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm honestly like at a three. I don't think they announced anything for a while. Chuck? Six. Four for me. Astrobot Rescue Mission is the other one. Um, but, yeah, uh, Astro's Playroom was so fun. It was play- it's overhyped. But it oh, was my good. God, it was like... It and Miles Morales uh, just uh, carried me through the long Controversy. Place. It was all right. He puts the star hat on and he just. <laughs> how much time we got, Chuck? We're at 105. No, I mean, how much time Before do I have you, to yeah. set your fucking computer? It's not. I'm not doing this. It's whatever. 22. Check for updates daily, Chuck. All right, uh, Josh, it's a fucking work computer. There's no, it just does it. Baldur's Gate 3, a game that... Zero! Zero! It's a fucking PlayStation exclusive out of nowhere. It's weird. Um, My energy and interest in this game, zero. Thank you. But probably a five. Like, they did announce it last year in the world's worst, most boring fucking trailer ever. It was like 13 minutes long buildup of them talking about some, like, chest or some shit. And people and, are so excited for this. I mean, the Baldur's Gate Dark Alliance games were huge on the PlayStation 2. Um, <laughs> such disdain. And I'm all about D&D lately. Like, especially, like, that fucking, that movie was dope as fuck. Damn it, I um, I, I just don't know that they showcase this again, personally. Chuck. Three. Seven. Why you gotta be contrarian, man? You'll see. You'll see, you'll see it's happening. Okay. Right, quickly, Final Fantasy 16. 
Ten. It's going, I mean, it comes out in June. Yeah, it's a ten. It's a ten. It's a. It's just the final, probably the Final Fantasy trailer. I Final Fantasy trailer. I love that you're excited for it. It's awesome. It's the it first looks- Final Fantasy game I've ever pre-ordered. I I'm yeah. so for that game. Uh, all right, Final Fantasy Rebirth. Ooh, I want it. I want it so bad. I uh, not not does it come out this year? Do we see it? Eight. You fool. Uh, They've proven they're, they're willing to show that game for years until it Yeah, for like nine years. It is proven. Three. I'm at a ten. I think, and I agree with it. They'll show it. I don't. I have zero faith it comes out this year. Zero, Josh. You're going to get a zero on that. But that game will be shown. I'll drop it before that shit happens. Because we'll, we'll know in advance if like, winter means early next year or, or late this year. Will you, though? Yes, Will. they said next winter. Winter stretches into February 2024. How do you Season. not understand? Seasons! Yes, but why would they release Final Fantasy VII Remake in January or February? Because people do that now. It's not a dead zone anymore. I, I just don't buy it. When did Elden Ring release? I mean, Elden Ring is a different beast. <laughs> oh, 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 your your well placed argument means nothing, sir. When did Hogwarts Legacy release? Oh, well, yeah, that doesn't mean anything. J.K. <laughs> Rowling. <laughs> that was fantastic. I appreciate that very accurate representation of Josh. Let me throw a curveball at you because I think it could be there. Mortal Kombat 12. Hell yes, ten. <laughs> coming out this year they announced it they said it now they had a new trailer today it's like a clock counting down and then it skips 12 and goes to it goes uh, 9 10 11 skips 12 and goes to one which leads credence to the thing that they're going to do a complete reboot timeline reset yeah um the only reason i say maybe at playstation this feels like it's happening soon no matter what it may skip me no i I want to talk i want to talk I took initiative. I took initiative. You tell me without my knowledge. You tell me what you think. Yeah, we talking about you? dialed in, Chuck, you motherfucker. <laughs> Wait, uh, I will say, uh, I don't know, six. I'm actually at a six, too. God damn it. Uh, so I think that. Sony seems like to be really going after the fighting game genre. I mean, we they've got Street Fighter. It's one of those things that like their brand kind of got success based off of. They so that you know they've got Street Fighter coming in June. Um, uh, uh, they've got exclusivity for that. They've used that for a state of play. They used a, a Tekken reveal for state of play. It just feels like. Mortal Kombat, I mean, it just feels like get the other major fighting game there. I think if it's not there, we see it at Summer Games Fest, like the kickoff show, um, and almost more likely there. That's, but I think Sony could make a major, I mean, pay money to get it there. It's a That's a big get. I mean, Mortal Kombat, it's fucking Mortal Kombat. So, yeah, I say six. A um, couple more. Do we see, do we see, what do we see from PlayStation VR 2? Do we see anything? Hopefully not. What a fucking failure that thing is. Bruh. Fucking garbage. 
Um, they're we not are recording it again, and but maybe they are. Maybe they're about to come out with a whole bunch of shit. But man, I don't see it. It, it vastly undersold. Just um, porn already, for God's sake. VR is not gonna be a thing until there's some sort of major breakthrough. Killer app. They need it. it they app. need, but they need it to be what people want VR to be, right? Like people don't want these like weird controlling like compensating for motion sickness type games like people want which it will never be this but people want the ready player one of it all right like they want to be immersed and feel like they are literally stepping into a different world and right now it's just putting a tv on your face and you've got to like there's a little bit more free motion than there was five years ago but still not there's still not a, like, you can go through this entire world and play, like, a God of War, but with it in, like, there's not that, that, no, that that's what technology people, doesn't exist. No, the best thing that you can play on that is something like Moss Book 2, which it honestly, like, intrigues me. Let me play a regular 3D platformer in VR. That's all I want. You know what you don't have to do? Make everything either a fucking rhythm game or a scary game. That's because that's all fucking VR is. What about a scary rhythm game? Sure. Fuck that, too. Ten. I do think... I think it's a ten. I think we see something for VR, but even though it's fucking pointless. Sure. I mean, uh, seven for the sizzle reel of five. Here's five games coming to VR, too. Well, you know what they should do, which I can't believe wasn't there at launch? Go get Half-Life, Half-Life Alex. Alex. Yeah. It's the only VR game that people... It's the only one that anyone cares about. Yes, go get it. Like, why the fuck is that? Yeah, not go like... on, get it. <laughs> go on, get. All right, final thing before yeah. we start chess computer and then do Xbox. Uh, Fire Sprite, the new studio. Ooh. This one they just bought, right? Yeah. They're doing Honestly, some, some type of live service game. Eight, because I don't think I think they were confident enough in what they saw from whatever they were making for Sony to, for them to want to buy the company. And I think that that also means it's probably far along um, and far enough for them to showcase. Okay. Chuck? Zero. Ah, boy. Uh, four. I, I question whether they're far enough along, but Josh's argument makes sense. I wouldn't be shocked, but I'm going to say four slightly on the negative side. There's also one rumor I didn't put on here, but supposedly Corey Balrog has a new IP that he's been working on, and that's supposed to be like maybe the one more thing. The Balrog? Yep. He's been yeah. working on a game. Fire and Shadow. Mm, this, this enemy is beyond any of it. That was good. Thank you. Thank Not you. Josh's Evans. Thank you. All right, we're going to take a break. We're going to come back with Xbox predictions and uh, a couple games we've been playing and our restarted Chuck computer. We'll see you there. Thank you for listening to Free For All, your source for all things geek. We just wrapped up another episode, but we're not done. Stay tuned for parts two and three. Don't forget to subscribe to the show on iTunes and rate and review us too. That's the best way for new folks to find our show. 
You can also find us on the Google Play Store, Stitcher, or your favorite podcasting app. Don't forget that you can now subscribe to our YouTube channel to watch the show as we record, and you can catch our live streams on the Free For All Facebook page. Also, feel free to tweet us at FFA Podcast to keep in touch. Thanks again, everyone, and we'll see you next time. I'm in a uh, I'm in a surprising mood today, Evan. Good. What kind of mood is it? Ah! Oh my god! <laughs> it kind of scared me.